thought you'd call tomorrow. Um, well, I have I have something. Well, happy Mother's Day. Thanks. Um, what are you doing? I'm at Rachel's. Um, there's something to ask of you, though. Uh-oh. If you're, if you're down. Um. If I'm down? If you're down. If I'm down as being depressed? No. If you're down. Down with it? Yeah. Down with it? Okay. Uh, for the podcast this week, Evan and I were going to talk to our moms. Okay. It doesn't have to be... Anything like the other podcasts, we could just talk. Okay. Okay. Do you think? Um, do you think I'm recording this too. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you want to okay. just call me? Okay. Cool. Thanks. All right. Yep. Talk to you soon. Afternoon. It is a. Put the window up real quick. It is a. It is an absolutely gorgeous day in West Seattle, in uh, all of Seattle, really. I think it's 80 degrees. Gorgeous. I am on my way to talk with my mom. We're doing kind of a mom podcast. Um. I, I don't know if she's going to have a lot to say. She's, she, I don't know. She has a lot of walls up. That sounds negative. Just, just She's just, I don't know. She's not the type to talk in front of a lot of people, and she gets nervous easily, and um, I don't know what it is. So she's wonderful. I hope she's down for it. I'm just going to record. I'm just going to walk into a recording, even though she might be upset. But, um, you know, if, if she gets mad, she gets mad. It's nothing, you know, compared to what Bam Margera used to do to his parents. I'm just recording my parents. I'm not beating them senselessly on a toilet. Um, it's out of love. I just want to share the person she is with a couple of different people that she hasn't met before. Like all you wonderful listeners. Hey. Doing, bud. Oh, 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 oh. Hey. Oh, right now? Yeah. Hi. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? Good evening. Um, I'm not interviewing you. We're just supposed to have a talk. Well, because it was Mother's Day and we didn't have any guests or anything, so I'm not the interviewing. What does that even mean? Sid. He's being totally a butt. We're just kind of going to delve into your past, open up some locked doors, kind of get, get deep with it. I'm just fucking... I'm just kidding. Marcus, you're next. better not be anything that's going to start to make me cry or something. No. I don't know how to make you cry. 
Mother's Day. Tell uh, me when you're going to record. I'm recording. Oh, okay. Is there a, um, do you have stock questions that you want to ask me, or do you just want me to, oh, start with when I was born and what it's like being a mother, or what it was like being your mother, or? Uh, I think I'd like to focus on the motherly aspect. Oh, especially as being your mother? No. I think that would be good. But if you think that'd be good, sure. Okay. Because um, I was wondering what you felt when, when I told you that you were the last viable egg that I had. Is that and true? I, it is true. <laughs> it, I think I won a lottery of sorts. Well, do you think that you may be special? I try not to think that. But it's hard to. <laughs> well, when, when you know, being born of a woman 45 years old at that time was, was pretty rare, and um, um, you uh, really took a, a family that was kind of dysfunctional and united us. How so? Because everybody loved you. And you never, you never had to cry because everybody anticipated your needs. And when uh, you were hungry, just as you do today, you just looked at me and opened your mouth. <laughs> so it, things haven't changed in 26 years. And you didn't speak until you were probably three because everybody anticipated your needs. And they all adored you and they still do. Do you so, think that was a bad upbringing? I was fine with it. Oh, I pretty much left it up to everybody else. <laughs> and the baby swing, you know, the one we'd wind up and put you in. But, I mean, you, you raised four other kids beforehand, so... Well, I, I birthed four other kids. Did you not raise them? Well, I think that has some... Uh, moral ethical content to it. I mean, I did my best, but if I look at videotapes of that time, <laughs> yeah, I I looked like a zombie, just robotically moving through the day, with this flat affect of voice. Doesn't every mother of four isn't that inherent to that role for a while? I I don't think so. I, you know, I think I was peculiarly um, unsuited to be a mother of four. But but good but, for a mother. But now of five. it's great. <laughs> it's great. In the older years. The older years. The elder years. Yes. Why is it great now? Well, I can um, live vicariously now. And do all the things I wanted to do or see when I was quote raising you, and do it through you and and your sisters and brothers. Is that better and than I, having done? And it? I don't have to do the actual work 
or talk to people or anything. <laughs> so that's better than having done it? I think so, for me. I mean, I only recently found out that what I experienced as a young person, and often uh, throughout my life, was I'd have these sudden um, moments where everything around me seemed unreal. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought I was pretty much insane for a long time, but it has a name. And it's a psychiatric, um, uh, it's a dissociative disorder. But getting back to mothering. Yes. <laughs> um, I had a very fine mother in whose footsteps it's very hard to follow. She was pretty good. It was one of uh, unconditional love, and um, uh, do you not ever, think you exhibit that? Uh, you don't remember. Well, I guess you were too young to remember all the yelling at you and and cheek pinching, as they call it. And, um, although I never stopped loving any of you, I never have. Probably never will. <laughs> I can't think of anything that any of you could do that would take yeah. away my love for you. Well, how come your mom was so great? Well, everybody else thought my mom was real great. <laughs> but um, I was a very sensitive child. And I knew when she wasn't really listening to me. Yeah. Yeah. You, do you have that feeling when I'm not really listening to you? Uh, I mean, doesn't can't everyone tell when someone isn't listening to them? No. No. And all my friends thought my mom was great. And, you know, she went back to work, which at that time in the, in the late 40s, early 50s, was very unusual. Mm -hmm. So my mom was the only working mom never came to any school plays during the day or any functions or any um, school conferences or and they had to uh, eat lunch at school and which I had to get, get a special note for because I lived within a quarter mile of the school and we were supposed to go home for lunch uh -huh. but I was the only kid in school whose mother wasn't at home yeah. So I couldn't go home for lunch. Did you pack a lunch? No, I had to buy a lunch. <laughs> what they serve for lunch? That was traumatic, too, because I usually didn't like what they served, and it was a, a quote, hot lunch. Yeah. It would be things like um, um, turkey with gravy and peas. Well, I remember a lot of peas. It's probably pretty good, though. Canned peas. But it's probably canned. real turkey. I don't think so, no. No? Well, I don't know. Wait till I tell you about our new neighbors up here. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's, we need to... I'll have to go back to that later at some other point. Okay. We... It's all about a pig roast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, where were we? We were at my mother, but my mother was, a, if anybody could be described as a 
true Christian. She was a true Christian. I mean, she, she helped the poor, the blind, the widow, the orphans, the everybody's children, and um, gave willingly of all of her resources and time and, um, and she's a hard act to follow. What, so I would say I get my creativity and sensitivity from you and more uh, organization and realism organizational skills from my cynicism and realism my father mm-hmm. <laughs> are you going to do one of these for Father's Day? maybe we'll oh, see how this cool. works out Okay. Um, what would you say you got from your your mom and and dad? Can you identify things like that? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I certainly got my intelligence um, from my father and my father's side of the family, and uh, it took me a long time to tap into my mother's side of the family. But I think that's happened in the last 10 years or so. What what side is that? It's sort of the um, loving, hugging, huggy, hugging, loving, hugging, um, compassionate, um, more uh, earthy mommy stuff rather than intellectual stuff and anxiety and depression. That's all from my father's side of the family. Hmm. I never remember you not being huggy or affectionate. Good. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope you never do remember me not being that way. Um, Do you remember being called Kush? Do you remember that? No. No? Wow. Because that was your identity for a long time. They say that you forget everything before you were six or seven. Really? Yeah. I have very, very distinct memories of before I was six or seven, including dissociative disorder. When you were that young? Yes, yes. So let's get back to motherhood. Of all your friends and everything, if you had to pick the best mom, who would it be? You? Oh, thank you. Thank you. And what would you say my best attributes are as a mommy? That's M-O-M-M-Y, not mother. You have those distinctions, you know. You, yes. You... Do you, you want to tell people or say what those distinctions are? There's mom. Well, mother is from the organized side of the family. Mother, but mother also means you're speaking to me in a serious, often reprimanding way. No, it's more in a uh, satire of that reprimanding way. (laughs) I'm never serious with mother. And mommy? That's what I am mostly? Yeah. Mom. 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 Ma'am. Mom. Mom. Ma'am. 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 Your best attributes? 
as a mommy. Not as a mother, as a mommy. Do you well, think you, I'm nurturing? You, yeah, you always came to school things. Well, that's no big deal. But you said your mom never did. No. That, that but I was, a, I was a stay-at-home mom. She wasn't. She only had two kids, though, too. Right. You, I mean, you supported every activity and interest. No matter how bizarre it was. Yeah. Like ref, like wrestling. Yeah. I was always fed. Fed. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, that's you know you can get that at uh, a soup kitchen. It's not. Did I encourage um, you to take risks? Is that Did a good I... thing? That seems like <laughs> the antithesis of a good mom. No, that's at least in good... nature. Well, no, it's supposed to be a good thing. Is that the new school? I of mean, thought? Ben, ben said, Ben, your second oldest brother, said that he always, um, that he said my best attribute was that I was never a helicopter mom. I was definitely free to explore whatever I wanted. And you still are, right? Yeah. yeah still doing that <laughs> which is which is a positive and a negative but it is it is yeah. on the whole is a positive I think I think so. I I think I was reading this thing on birth order and the oldest tends to uh, be successful in society's general order and like play well within society, whereas like like an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> whereas the middle the middle children uh, tend to excel in competitive things like sports, mm-hmm. and the younger members are more creative and uh, anti-establishment types. <laughs> well. In reality, you were the oldest member of a second family, sort of, because you were born five years after. Yeah. The last, so you you were my. I was starting over again. <laughs> with you. I feel I'm. I may be more so. I'm definitely more socially adjusted because of having older brothers and sisters. True. For the better. Yes. Um, motherhood. Sam <laughs> is for the many things she gave me. You are oh, always open to singing? Oh, it's only... I danced last night. At, at all hours of the day? Oh, it's only that she's growing old. Do you have anyway. any... Do you have any wisdom... About from being a mother that you want to pass on? Wisdom. Well, every day I ask God for more wisdom and revelation. What, and what does he say? And it, she. It, it, it's, it's he. Z. Hmm? Z. Z? Z. Z? Yeah, that's the socially accepted. For uh, 
unknown gender or unidentified. It's been a joy and blessing to have all five of you as children of my genes. And did that, did raising us give you any wisdom? Wisdom is a tough word. Yeah, Give you any teachings, word. any learnings. Teaching. If if I had grandchildren, no, if I had children, your grandchildren, what would you want them to know? About you or me? About life. It's short. I'm looking at it from the short end of the stick right now. That seemed very long when I was 20. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't imagine living 50 more years. It seemed like a lot of suffering going, <laughs> yeah. going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, love one another. Okay. Okay? Cool. But the... the um, some rabbis said that the, everything comes down to do unto others all the teachings of the Torah and the Bible. In a karmic way or just? No, and love one another. Yeah. Well, I love you. Love you too. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Yes, good night. Bye. So loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do Mama, I know I act a fool But I promise you I'm going back to school I appreciate what you allow for me And I, I just want you to be proud of me I want to tell the whole world about a friend of mine This little light of mine I don't know about this yet. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just just What what do you think I'm I'm gonna say or something? What what's so what's so worrying to you? Is it on? Yes, it's on. Hey, no, nobody's listens. It's don't just me and you. Look at you. You look like you're on stage. I'm scared. What are you afraid of? God, cut it, cut it. I want to cut. No, it's not even record. It's fine. Yeah, right. It is recording. So let's talk about stage fright for you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not a therapist. It's not a therapy thing. Jeez, look at you. Y'all, you're going to break down. <laughs> I have that, too, though. I, I'm, I'm not a... I, I, I know. I get it. Dad's a different way. Look at that. <laughs> he is. You guys are different like that. Yeah. What do you want me to say? Um... I don't. I'm not after a single sentence. I'm not looking to say anything. So, no, so, um, Dan doesn't get to see his mom that much because he lives here and she lives in Michigan. Yeah. So, you know, the way they talk is going to be different from the way we talk. Not because you know they're a different set of mother and son, but because they don't see each other that often. Right. I see you way more than they see each other. Uh -huh. So, 
you know, to clarify, I don't live with you. <laughs> of course. Most nights. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, if I'm having a hard, you know, month, I'll come visit you. Yeah, right. For a night. But, yeah, so, you know, we're, I, we were just trying to get some sort of, like, sense for somebody kind of in the closer circle of our lives, so, and then it was Mother Day, Mother's Day, and we were like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, this is Carol. She's my mom. <laughs> She's been my mom for 20-something, 23 years, almost 24. She... <laughs> Do you ever give presentations at work or anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Well, that's fine for me. I can do that because I have... Because, and it's not about you. It's not about your... Right. If I have to stand up with no tools around me, then uh, it's not good. Trouble. It's trouble. I can do it, though. I, but I can just step outside myself and do it. You know, I have to really gear up for it <laughs> in my mind. Gear up. <laughs> why, why is that? I mean, I, I guess I'm kind of the same way. But it's just funny because Dad is very different. He's always kind of performing. Yeah. Right. He's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. That's why. He's an introvert, isn't no. he? No. God. No, he's, a, he's an extrovert. I am an introvert, which doesn't mean I'm shy. No, I know. Supposedly there's some book on extrovert, introvert that you're supposed to read. Oh, do you have that? Oh, God. Pulling it out. What's it called? Quiet. Oh, Quiet. Power of introverts. What am I? Because I've never been able to settle on an answer. I mean, I know there's probably a spectrum. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd say you're you're both closer to introverts than yeah extroverts. Because there's some pretty but, extroverted. But you're, you're not shy, but I mean, you're, you know. No, and, but. I mean, Marcus got up on stage. Yeah. For years, you know. I don't, yeah. But he's not like a. I feel like he is w more of an extrovert than I am. You? Yeah. Yeah. Just because he's smarter or whatever doesn't mean that he's an introvert. No, yeah, because I, I, I think I'm just somewhere in the middle. Because there are people, like Dad, he likes needs someone around a lot. Right. Just because that's right. how he feels good is like being around company and... Um, Bouncing his ideas off somebody and hey, does this sound good? And, you know, stuff like that. Right. Me, but then, I like it all night alone. <laughs> yeah, well, especially, yeah, dealing with what you got. But there are people who also just totally thrive off being alone. Yeah. Which, which I don't. We know some. Yes, we do. Um, but I, I don't, I don't get that either. Marcus no. isn't that. No. I'm not that. You're not that, no. are you? Not no. really. Give me one night, and I'm yeah. good, and then I start to get kind of. But people love funny. to just yeah, yeah. Uh uh And and I I like being that way because I'm on Earth, you know, with other people. What's that? Oh, that was just that just. Oh my God, <laughs> Kailua Library. Yeah. So how old were you when you checked this out? Oh, twenty. Twenty-one. What a twenty-one-year-old book. Venture inward. That's well, great. That's a classic, though. Is it? Yeah. Peyote, mushrooms, and LSD? Yeah, I, I find it... I started reading it again, and I find it... I don't oh, know. Oh, wow, I, this is I, interesting. The style... It, it's kind of hard to read these days after so many others that I've yeah, read that are... Yeah, that are a little more flowy. 
Yeah. It's just right. kind of just, yeah, yeah logistics. Yeah. You end up skipping all over it. Right. Dangerous yeah, doorways kind of log- to the logistics uh, of spiritual, you know, knowledge or whatever. Okay. I feel like you and Dad are the same that way, too, just being kind of like into that stuff. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it dripped. It dripped down to me and and Marcus. Mar- uh, right? I mean, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. In another way, he. I feel like he's a little more he, Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, it's like the ghost in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can still remember him, and I know now that they were just lies. But he would just. I'm glad he did it, but he would fabricate a lot of. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Just, he did. Yeah. And it, it made life very interesting. Remember when he used to talk about my closet? It was a portal to oh yeah to yeah. the other side. Right. Remember that? Yeah. And and for some reason, um, like remember remember when we would be, you know, his bedroom was right next to the living room in the old house, and he would say, uh, "Well, I'm going to go to sleep early tonight because I have a test in the morning." You said, "Well, go sleep in Evan's room." Yeah. I said, "No, I don't want to sleep in there because there's a portal yeah, in his closet." Right. And we just get so mad at. I know. Well, because I'd get all freaked out. That's kind of that. That reminds me of a story when we were in Hawaii. Yeah. And in this um, house that I grew up in in yeah. Connecticut, my my room had the attic stairway in it, and his room did not. And. And, and the attic stairway was the scariest thing that there was to us. That's my memory. So I had still is. I had um, my dad put a lock on the outside on my side of the stairway, so that in other words, so that if there were ghosts or anyone up there, they couldn't open the get door and get you. into me. Yeah. Yeah. It got so bad that finally I, I had to move out of that room and go to the guest, move to sleep in the guest room a lot because of the attic door it was such a bad how, thing. How old were you? Seven. Well, this was from four to twelve when I left there. But you know? but the attic door never moved or anything. But it, it would just dwell in you psychologically. There was never any action with it. That no. like you know never go bump in the night or anything. No. Well, no. maybe, but. But I did not realize it was that much in his head too, because he said that he had, for years, he's had recurring dreams. And he said it started back in Mystic with the attic door. And it was as much in his mind as it was mine. I thought it was kind of just me, and he used to scare me with it or something, you know. But it was and pretty he, real for he, him. He had, uh, yeah, this. He had this. He had over the years has had these recurring dreams of just absolute fear. It has to do with something coming down the stairs or him going up and facing it up there. And he told Dad and I this when we were back, and and how he's kind of conquered the dream, you know. Um, finally. Finally, and you know he was analyzing it like, hey, it's all about kind of your inner fears, but, you know, he said, I've had that dream since Mystic. We lived know. there. Yeah. I was right. a boy. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I mean, my thing when I was little, and I, you might know this, but we had that bunk bed, and every time I would jump down, I, w- I would wake up and I'd be very just, you know, you wake up and you're crippled with fear and weirdness and your mind's going a thousand directions. And we would, I, 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 and I'd be alone and I would jump and as soon as I hit the floor, I had vivid, like, dual vision where I could see from a point of view perspective a man in a wheelchair popping out of the, like, the, the sound my feet made 
when it hit the ground was the same sound as the door bursting open and a, we- and a man in a wheelchair wielding a knife would be wheeling down towards the hall that I was running. He would chase me down. And that's, I mean, I do you remember when I used to just jump into your bed in the middle of the night? Just yeah, literally, no, I, literally I mean, fling the, myself onto your bed. The sound of your feet hitting the floor, I can still remember. I mean, it was just so loud. <laughs> From the and, top and, and part. It was almost like you flew into the room. Yeah. I, mean, you, you, I was, because he was, that's why I was, he, that was fueling me, you know, that, that yeah, guy no, in a wheelchair, yeah. because well, that, the, the he, outside of our house, he, he, yeah. wheelchair guy used to live there. Yeah. Marcus put that impression in that there was... That yeah, he told me he died in the house yeah, back in your right. bedroom and right. he couldn't get anybody to help him. Or right, yeah, no. He, and there was a ramp. I there mean, was a wheelchair ramp probably somewhere in my subconscious. I was, I was, was I alive when the wheelchair ramp? Probably for a little while. Yeah, a little baby. Yeah, yeah, we didn't take it out right away. But, God, that, that was my... That was my, you know, attic door. Yeah, right, right. I don't have dreams about them, though, so... That's yeah, good. That was, that was that was funny. Who knows? I mean, you never know. His remnants may have been around. You know, something was going. On. And you know, you're a kid. You're just more sensitive to that or whatever. Yeah, right. But well, right. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll let you get packing. You're going to Victoria, Vancouver, Vancouver. <laughs> I'll see you soon. I'll see you in you know a couple months when I make it back down here again. Okay. When yeah. I make the trip. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor than other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. Are we recording? Yes. Oh, dear.